0: are now listening to the dream loud podcast join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams we hope you'll enjoy the ride welcome everyone you are listening to the dream loud podcast i am your host benjamin hall We've got an exciting show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about some life stories, maybe life failures that we learned something from. Life failures. Enjoy this one. You get to (laughs) laugh at us. (laughs) I hope that there will be a lot of laughing, and there definitely will be when we get to my last story. It's pretty (laughs) epic. So let me introduce the panel. To my left, we have the lovely Amanda Shifo. Hello. Thanks for being here again. Yeah,
1: no problem. The I love swear, <laughs> this, this
0: drum thing that you guys keep wanting to do—it's going to be the bane of my existence.
2: If you had video, Lee and I were uh, Lee and I were going to drum again. We were ready. We didn't even we warm up for it. We I were know, just, I no, right how, ready. I don't know how. I don't know how this has transpired, but we're going to be off the podcast. We're not going to make it to the next <laughs> I'm one.
3: Not
4: invited. Uh, across from me, we've got. The drum extraordinaire, Lee Scott. Hello ladies and gentlemen and uh, whatever else you might qualify yourself as. Uh, <laughs> we can cut that out or keep that, uh, no offense to anyone. But uh, I'm happy to be on the show today, excited to be hanging out with these cool, cool cats. ladies gentlemen, I refer to, and to myself cats. as a ladleman. <laughs> it's 2017, <laughs> I guess that's appropriate.
0: <laughs> to my right, we have Dan Schifo, journalist extraordinaire,
2: hockey aficionado, and music lover of all types. All, all types. Yeah, I pretty much love all that. Uh, yeah, I love hockey, love journalism, love telling people stories. I love podcasting with with these four, uh, and these three, I'm four. Uh, <laughs> I, I love journalism and not math. Uh, but yeah no it's, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's been awesome, and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it, because we're having a great time. It's been a really great time. What have you guys been up to? Uh, well, Amanda and I, we had our anniversary. Uh, I hey, know congrats. that. Yeah. Congratulations. yeah c- congratulations to her for putting up with me for this long. I never long. knew
0: you guys were married. I guess the last name thing. That whole thing, yeah. 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 you a brother and
2: sister. I don't, yeah, <laughs> No, yeah, right. Exactly. I thought you were distant cousins or something. Distant cousins, right, right. brother and sister. No, that's... You did go uh, to West Virginia, right? I did. Two years. Yeah, Two years in Morgantown. But no, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when this It was awesome no, Let's go Mountaineers. Should
1: I add to that That I lived in West you Virginia You did live in West little. Virginia That's right <laughs> I was born in Maryland that's I true. lived in West Virginia yeah. That's uh, true no, no not at all
2: But, uh, but no uh, I know that Whenever this comes out It'll be a little bit later But as of this time You know we recently Celebrated our anniversary Nine years married And 14 together So yeah. congratulations awesome. dear Thanks <laughs> I can't imagine Being with a person For even two years Let alone nine That's amazing do you care to weigh Congrats. in on this, dear? How how is it to be? I think I think she's great. She put you know, I like I outkicked my coverage if I can use a football term. You know, what I mean I, <laughs> I hit the jackpot on this. I don't know.
4: It's romantic. You should talk all sports and it'd be like so
2: I romanced her by doing this. We went to the
4: field goal and you just use yardage and everything. It's true. You yeah, were talking with uh, her? You sweet talker with with football
2: I usually do but you know I usually don't pay attention no <laughs> she's already taken away by it it's That's like why a I shines. sweep her off her feet with oh. my sports talk
1: you're so sportsy
2: yeah no she doesn't care. no know. I think that's why that's the reason why I, you know I like her so much is because you're so um you know I'm so enamored with sports and I sometimes you spend 10 uh, you know 10 hours 12 hours at Heinz Field or or PPG Paints Arena or somewhere doing that that you know whenever you come home it's nice to not you know, it's nice to not be, uh, you know, with that. But no, she's the best, uh, as you guys yeah. have heard on the past handful the of best. podcasts. She's pretty awesome. Thanks. She, d- she does not agree,
4: apparently.
1: <laughs> no, it's embarrassing. No. I
2: Well, the thing
4: I like about seeing, like, you two, like, well, I think Amanda posted first because I saw on Facebook. I you did because he was sleeping. I was sleeping. He took
1: yeah. a nap, and I was like, yes, I can be first. I usually yeah. do,
2: like, around midnight, and I ended up falling asleep. And I, yeah, but go on. I'm sorry, Lee. No, that's fine. It well, was what time really, did you post? A little bit after
4: midnight. It was, it was oh, like, okay.
1: Yeah, it wasn't too far after midnight. Okay. But I was sleeping
2: in
4: my chair It was. Um, it was really cute, though. And then, Dan, like, usually you're the one to go first, encouraging people. But it was cool to see, like, you're like, oh, I'm so blessed and this and that. But it was cool to see Amanda, because I think Amanda's a little bit quieter sometimes about that stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, this guy, like... I wouldn't do half the stuff that I've done, and that was like part of my post was, you know, like I would have never gotten it on an airplane ever in my life. Oh, really? And I you still, have that airplane I still career? absolutely hate it every moment of it when we go on an airplane. Um,
2: <laughs> I drag her on there anyway. Going, we reference The Simpsons yeah. on there. Let me yeah. out. Let me out. Let me that old yeah. Simpsons episode I, for anyone you know, who is, not seen that. It's all a good see, one. Well, it's more just fear of flying. I will flying. show Look it up. Clip it's of awesome. that because
1: that is me on an airplane. Let me oh, out. Okay. Let me out. Let me out. Yeah, we'll post
2: it on the on the youth on the on the page. But go on, just
1: just like going to concerts and going to concerts by myself well
2: who was the first one that you saw by yourself That'd be this guy. that's right you All saw right, ben yeah. and we saw Lacey. Lacey well we i say I we because i um, i had a myself. hockey game that week i really wanted Twice to
1: go i went to concert it was at uprise myself. fest and it was it was definitely the most comfortable concert because i knew ben <laughs> But well, he no, wasn't but with you me. He was know? all the way over there. But the you first didn't know the first time. Yeah. First time
2: no. What happened was um, I had been following, this was before Life Scream was released, um, and it was awesome. I just really enjoyed it and really enjoyed the work you guys were doing. Uh, but I had a hockey game. I had playoffs that weekend, um, and I couldn't you know, leave my my teammates for playoffs. And um, my, she. My friends got free tickets. That's right. Like, she got hey, tickets to a prize.
1: I was like, awesome. yeah. And then and I was I like, said, well, I you... have to go to Lacey's stage because Dan will kill me well, I if said, I don't go yeah, over there. Yeah, I said, you, ha-
2: you need to go see this band. I mean, they're just really good. And I really liked everything because... Um, was you... that
1: before we, you interviewed me or...
2: After? It was before. It was before. It was before. You guys, so were, crazy. Doing, you guys were doing like the half hour shows, the, like Jacksonville and Alabama oh, yeah. and the, the Pittsburgh the, show the before. Thing. Yeah, you guys were doing, um, like you would do a half hour show and then Lacey would speak Funny for... Funny thing
0: about that is, you know, when the when the crowds and obviously at a festival you don't do encore yeah, because yeah. Mm-hmm. there's other bands playing after you but People would yell encore, and we're like, we've literally played every song we know. <laughs> yeah, right. We can't. We every can't
2: song play. we have, we, we don't just have played it. Right just come now. back out and play a song that we played earlier. That's you already all that played that. Do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I told her, I said, you got, you need to see. We had, you were you were interested in seeing Skillet. Switchfoot wasn't there, right? Switchfoot was there. They uh-huh. were there, but they uh-huh. were there on the first. <laughs> yeah, That's they her were. favorite band they for anyone. Uh, but I said I think you Skillet know, was there that night. I they think were. you're right. I think you're right.
1: David Crowder was there. Right, right. I'm trying to think of who else was there. Was I wasn't there you're know. looking at me
2: like I would know, but that's... you
1: you do know weird things like that though, but uh, anywho
2: no, i just I just recommended to to see um and that was yeah. your and, and I'm the, the kind the of guy the people that, that I was
1: with they were like mm, this wasn't really our music so they left me there but alone. Like, but I'm the
2: kind of guy that's like if there's a band that I love coming through town like and I we said that we saw the Toadies in Local H, which are mm. awesome like throwback nineties grunge.
1: In my face. Right, oh
2: it was amazing. Literally in that's, my face. That's, that's another story. That's but yeah super cool. but we saw the Toadies in Local H and I asked Amanda, I said are you going to the show? And she and she said she and she did go. But I said like if you're not going, I'm gonna go to the show mm. You know like you know people need you know i i'm just a big believer that if you you know a a favorite band's going to the show if if movies or whatever like go see it go go you know because you want to do it and uh yeah i mean i'm just i'm just a big believer of that and um you know that's where you went to the show and you saw lacy by yourself and took photos and i was very jealous because i was driving home from our game and yeah, and it's those photos jealous.
1: are in your photo book, dude. That's right? true.
2: They are. Wow, well, that yeah. was such a great gift. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, you. Thank welcome. you for
0: rocking and melting our faces. Right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I, I definitely relate to oh. going to shows. If you know, ha- having to go to shows by yourself, mm-hmm. like there, especially because Pitts. I feel like Pittsburgh's come up in the like getting a lot better concerts recently. Yeah, compared yeah, I agree to with that. yeah, compared to when. Um, Maybe we were in high school or Definitely. school. Which is which is weird. So A.E. helps. Yeah, for our audience's reference, that's like high school's like fifteen. Uh, oh my gosh, is it that mm, long well, ago? More yeah. than that. Almost well. Ten that. to fifteen years ago. Let's yeah. just say in general.
3: we're good with um, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so almost six, twenty. Sixteen years, oh, seventeen years. Right. Be Ten
4: years in two thousand eighteen Eight. for me. You old man. Crazy. Eight,
2: 18 it is years. crazy.
0: So yeah, back back then, like we didn't get as many good shows. So a lot of the bands that I wanted to see, they would go all the way out towards Cleveland, Philly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like I'd be like, oh my gosh, like when I first went to see Duran Gray. yeah. Well, thankfully my cousin Will went with me. But the second time, like I couldn't get I couldn't get anybody to go to a show. They'd be like, sure, it's five hours away, and I'm like, they're from Japan. Yeah. Like this <laughs> is to, like this <laughs> is the bands... only chance we'll have to see them. Absolutely. So it's just kind of disappointing that you. It's hard to find people that are willing to do those road trips. But well, if you do find one, like
2: you got to treasure that friend. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, definitely. And I, and I think like one of the biggest things. Um, I saw Mudvayne two times. I love Mudvayne. Ooh, like oh, yeah. I just think they're so talented. But the second time I saw Mudvayne was by myself. Um, and I know Amanda, you didn't. We were just getting ready to purchase a house, or in, in that, you know, we didn't have a ton of money. But like, you weren't a big fan of Mud. It was Mudvayne in this moment, and. Uh, Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson, that's right. Oh, no, okay, I'm yes. just kidding. Uh but the other it was non non Nonpoint was there. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Um, but that's... yeah, but it was um but I just wanted to see Mudvayne and, and it was such a good show. Um and I and I cherished that show because it was the last time I ever saw Mudvayne. Yeah. And they're just such an important band to me and in just mm. in terms of metal. Um, that, uh, you know, you never know when you're the last time you're going to see that band is. And that's the same thing. Like I kicked myself because I was going to go see Soundgarden. Mm -hmm. Uh, They played Sage AE a handful of years ago and I, and I ended up missing that show and I never got to see Soundgarden. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's just along those lines. Yeah. sad. Sorry. Sorry to put a damper.
1: Way to bring everybody down. That's right.
0: (laughs) I've never had a chance to see them either. So,
2: yeah, but no, I would have, yeah, I would have loved to see them and yeah. RIP Chris Cornell. Yeah. Mm. But
0: that's... God
2: rest his soul. That's right.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of... Going back to what Amanda was talking about, like airplane flying, like I I totally get that fear. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm as bad as you. I mean, from the way you're talking about it, you said you would never get on a plane.
1: No, I probably would have never gotten on a plane. Yeah. And the one time... that. When we the first trip on the plane, I <laughs> this have to tell the story. I guess this I could tell this later, but I'll tell it now. This is a good yeah, one. Go ahead. This so, is a we
3: good were going segue to Florida. Florida yeah,
2: yeah, it'll Anyways. be a good
1: segue. So we went to Florida,
2: see our buddy's wedding,
1: and we we flew out of Latrobe, which and this is, is your first awesome. This, this is, is your first, is, this first is my first time. trip. So we got on one of those little like twenty-five seater planes. Yeah, who screwed
2: I, up the tickets?
1: Guess who sat in front of me. Not beside me. <laughs> I, did,
2: I messed my up, tickets. Did mess up the tickets. On oh, my first airplane trip.
1: I'm not even done.
2: I messed up the tickets So was, just it, a, in was terms it a full flight? There's
4: no chance of you.
1: Yeah, no. There was someone beside me, I think. There was somebody yeah, there was beside, you beside you.
2: That's... Were you kicking
4: a seat? No, no.
1: No, I made him hold my hand the whole trip. I was beside you. To, we, we had a, a layover with that one, didn't we? Detroit. We went to Sh- Chicago. Detroit. It was
2: Detroit. Yeah. Oh, that's um, even worse
1: so it's a beautiful airport. So i made him hold my hand on the little plane so his yeah. arm was he slept the whole time he didn't know he sleeps on airplanes and i in sleep the everywhere and everywhere <laughs> um so that was neat because you can feel every bump so i'm like cool with that yeah but being on like the big airplane on the way home <laughs> we hit turbulence on the way home so uh, and i
2: wasn't next to her and at he this was, point. Across was across the aisle because he screwed aisle. up
1: every Airplane ticket. I kind of messed that up. Not just the first airplane, but all of the airplanes that we rode on, he screwed up. So he's across the aisle from me, Uh and there was a man (laughs) who was of some Middle Eastern descent. Sure, yeah. It was around, yeah. I don't know what his religious beliefs were, but in my mind, his religious beliefs were, you don't touch anybody that's not your wife. Well, we hit turbulence, and the airplane went down, and I grabbed his hand. And then I (laughs) apologized profusely, because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm totally like...
3: Right. You're you going you're you're, to cut your yeah, you're gonna have to cut your hand off. you're yeah. going to have to cut your hand off or
1: something. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was, like, freaking out a little bit because I was like, oh, my gosh, this poor guy, I held his hand. He's, you know, like, going to be upset yeah. like this is like part of his religion if that's what he believes he was super of, in nice. my mind but he was like no no it's okay it's okay yeah. he's like if you get scared it's it's alright you can hold the armrest like after I had held his hand then he gave me a solution I was like my husband's over there I, w-
0: I would venture to guess but, yeah. that most people listening to this podcast have probably been on a flight but if you haven't it's not just Amanda's being funny about grabbing a hand because I've definitely <laughs> I've definitely been on a flight before where you hit turbulence and it drops like yeah, that. That's sure what and I mm-hmm. grabbed the seat in front of me. Like it was just like a gut yeah. reaction. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like I had there was no thought in it. I just grabbed the seat and I I felt so bad because yeah, I didn't grab the person, but like I forcibly grabbed the <laughs> seat. And like they probably felt that.
1: Oh, good. I'm I was glad just kind you of can like, relate to that.
0: Yeah. It was probably like it's hard to tell when you're in the air. I would venture to say Maybe twenty foot, maybe a little you're bit 30, more. You're yeah. thousand, yeah, yeah. And you just drop like really quick, and you're like, "Whoa, it doesn't feel good." Yeah, no, no, it doesn't no.
1: feel
4: good. see that yeah. freaks And I was really out.
1: reaching for the armrest, as just his hand was there. I just yeah. felt really bad. Cause... Lee,
4: have you ever been on a flight? The only time I was a baby, and my oh, parents so you don't were flying remember. up here, so I don't remember yeah. anything. Okay, so we're but you're it just, freaks me out. Yeah, you're just thought. okay. Yeah. I'll do it if I have to, but. It,
2: but I just yeah. I don't know. Like I'm I'm a big proponent in just you know not letting anything get in the way of. You know, like not being uh, afraid of flying or, you know, yeah, it's a little, but j- there's so many people that look and they think, oh man, the plane's going to go down. Like, I don't know. I just think the chances of that happening are so minuscule. Like that's just, I it's think that's so all, yeah, small. I think like it's all in your mind. Like you have a, you're, you're less safe in a car yeah. than you are an airplane. It's and there's like
1: five crashed and like. Right, but I think in the whole lifetime of airplanes. Yeah, and then I and then (laughs) I think you look at it,
2: and people are you know people are so afraid to even go out in public anymore because you know what if someone has it like yeah I mean it's things to, but like don't let and I even mentioned this on the last podcast like don't let anything. Don't be afraid of don't let fear rule you. You yeah. know, don't be don't be afraid of to go to Target because somebody might come up because you saw some uh somebody stab people in Target or don't be uh, you know, you you know, I mean, yeah, you you'd be guarded against things like that and you keep an eye on your surroundings, but that doesn't that's not going to stop me from living right. my life. I mean, there's
0: a there's a big difference between rational and irrational fears. Yeah. And I I think a lot of times like what you're what you're talking about sometimes sometimes the things that you're afraid of doing are the things that you actually need to do and will help you progress. Um, Just the fear of failure, you know what I'm saying? Like don't be afraid
2: to fail. Like Mm -hmm. failure is sometimes, I mean it's, it's horrible and it hurts and it's painful, but failure is sometimes a good thing, you know, and failure and sometimes you learn your best, um, you know, like you, you, you get, I don't know, like a Phoenix rising from the ashes. Like you, 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 I don't know, you learn your best from failure, or you, you, I don't know, like, well, Josh,
0: um, Josh Sturm, I just talked to him the other day about this, and he had a cool phrase that he he called it failing forward, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've never heard that before, mm. but that's a that's cool way really of yeah. cool. thinking about it. It's two F's in a row, so it's easy to remember,
2: but I think even looking at this, like, I have you know, quote here, it says, failure is so important, um, nobody wants to fail, you don't go into you know, if I would go to go back to school, like you think about grad, you go back to school, you graduate, you get yeah. it, you get like, oh man, I'm going to go back to school. I hope I fail. You know, yeah. like you don't think about that. You think of all the positive, which is fine. But like, I, you know, in general, failure is important. You know, we speak about success all the time and, you know, it's, I don't know, it's the ability to, to resist, you know, use that failure that leads to greater success, you know, yeah. like, you meet people and they don't want to try for the fear of failing like why not do that and you learn from it right and you learn that you know you fail and you learn that lesson and you don't do it again and and you just learn from your failure yeah uh, i mean the the hardest thing to realize until you do fail
0: and do things until you're in that spot right, until you're in that you spot and you have failed yeah is that it's not as bad as you imagine it to be sure and that's a lesson that I'm constantly relearning mm-hmm. because you always feel that way with something new. It right. Never, it never goes. At least for me, it never goes
2: away. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Failure is uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable feeling.
0: Yeah. It never goes away. So just learning how to push that out of your mind enough so that you just start doing things, and then once mm-hmm. it's done, you're like, it. That wasn't so bad. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing with like me playing, and I'm sure with you, but playing live, like yeah. you know, with Lacey. like nobody. Nobody would ever have guessed that, like, I was the shyest person ever. Like the way you jump off those risers, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's just funny. But it's not like I became a different person. It's just uh, as I put myself into those situations and like face face the fear of failing. Then all of a sudden it just becomes, oh, I can do this. You you know, were you were,
2: through one. So. You were laying in Tom's drum set. Yeah. yeah. You know, is that like, <laughs> I you did, it, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, I think even more so, I mean, you build on failure. Uh-huh. You know, you go through and you have successes or, you know, you just, you know, I'm sure that the first time you played, if you had a recording of the first time you played with Lacey or the first time you played in general, yeah. it'd be a lot different than your last show that you guys mm-hmm. just played. Um, but oh, you build on sure. it. Yeah, yeah. But you use that failure as a stepping stone and, and you close the door on your passion. You, know, you don't forget your mistakes. Um, you know you don't forget that. And you don't forget your failure, but you don't dwell on it. You don't let right. it define you. Um, you don't let it have your energy or your time or your space. And, and, and I think my favorite part of all of that is you take your failures and, and you take all of that, that um, – And you not only do you learn from it yourself, but then you you can help other people with it Mm -hmm. and you can use your failures and how you messed up and and you can kind of minister to people that way. Um, For sure. You know, and you can say, you know, and you see you come across somebody who's having that same issue or the same issue that you were having. And you can tell, you know, the same. And I I think that's probably my favorite part of this podcast because we're going to have some guests coming on that we've talked about that have some really, really great stories and that Mm -hmm. were in some pretty bad spots or rough spots or spots where they could have failed, but they didn't. Um, And you're going to hear their stories.
0: Isn't that why the Cinderella story is always the most inspiring story? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and you yeah, hear nobody yeah. wants to hear the story of like I was born and everything worked out. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's you. It's I shallow. hate that guy. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> but that guy doesn't exist. So. Sure,
2: but the, but it's you know, and you don't hear a lot of that. You don't. You know, the people with the most well-rounded, um, you know, like you, the people. Um, you know, they have the most depth that ha- they've been through the trials and they've been, they have experience experiences, is, experiences is just failing, you know, I yeah. mean, if you, you know, I don't know, maybe that's tor- but, but it, that's, yeah, no good. It makes
4: me think of like, people think overnight success. Yeah. It's something that's just earned. And like, yeah, there's uh there's chances sometimes that happens and it's very rare, but like, I'm thinking of like a television perspective, like comedians and other people. I can't think oh, of any yeah. names right now, but comedians you see people that have crazy success right away within like a year, maybe weeks, like something freaky happens like that. And it's, it's good for them. Cool for them. But there's people who've been doing it for years that have tried so many shows and have, the shows have failed right not sure. them but just the shows and that's their baby you think they would give up and not do it they keep and going. now they're doing something else and everyone's like oh they're so big and cool this new guy and it's like he's been around for like 15 years yeah but he didn't give up he didn't look at his failures as well i guess it's not for me he kept working because if he didn't keep doing that or she whoever it would be then honestly they wouldn't be there and they wouldn't be making a difference some of those people are making the biggest influences out there and yeah. it's really neat to see mm. it's inspiring guess you, guess, you guess you my show failed <laughs> right
2: yeah, i guess i'm done you, you will know.
4: see those overnight successes
0: but i would venture to say that they don't actually ever exist in real life because mm. even for me an example is like it appears like i came out of nowhere with Lacey. right because all of a sudden i'm playing with a national act but i've been playing bass for 15 years but yes. you
2: prepared yourself for that and you and you like That's you the said whole yeah i making you yeah, know? no, like, absolutely it
0: wasn't just like oh i started playing bass last year yeah, and and, it's-
2: and I think those
0: stories can exist too. But those those people that I think Flea only played for two years before he joined the pe- Chili Peppers, right, right. But he also played other instruments, and I'm sure when he started playing bass, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm sure he probably was playing eight hours a day. Oh yeah. Wow. And, and putting I, in the, t- the time. And
2: know. I always say that, and I don't know, maybe I'm going to, I hope I don't mess up the quote, but like, you know, opera, um, you know, success is when opportunity meets preparedness. Yeah. That's a great quote. I love You that. know, and, and you can say that every episode. If yeah. But it's, you know, and it's one of my favorites where, um, you had success because you were prepared for that opportunity. You practiced and played bass for, you know, 15 years and, and you know, yeah. And then now here you are playing on a, a national act and, mm. and, you know, melting right. faces and getting into Tom's drum set and jumping off of risers and no, you guys are awesome. That um, that
4: reminds me of two things quickly. Um, one is uh, I'm gonna butcher this, but the Chinese <laughs> word for um, is oh, it gosh. is it for opportunity? No, for danger means opportunity. And uh, and it's kind of cool because we think danger like oh, it's horrible. I'm sorry, Ben. <laughs> we think it's horrible, and it is, but it's saying there's an opportunity whenever right. something's in risky. danger. Yeah, and then the other thought is. Now, i don't know if this is official but i did a school of worship out by chicago and it was at skillets church and uh jen ledger the drummer of skillet went through that school before she was ever the drummer for skillet they were going through the switch up with a, uh, I i think Lori was her name i, I totally yeah Lori the was their old drummer yeah and um and i heard all the secondhand, but what i heard was from pretty good sources and uh corey cooper John's wife, yeah, and guitarist of the band, was saying, "Hey, let's give Jen a chance." Now, Jen, I've heard, was not really a drummer; like she was on the school, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, but I really heard this multiple times that she, um, she was okay or something, and then they just gave her a chance. But then, with that chance, what she took, she, she got literally put in so many hours of yeah. practice. Mm-hmm. And she's a really great drummer today because of it, but also because she was given that chance, she took advantage of it. Yeah, like it wasn't like, well, I can't be as good as this person or that. She was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, sit gonna do this here and yeah. practice this. I think that goes to show you that, just in
0: general, as as humans, I, I don't think talent matters as much as your drive to want to succeed at something. And I think that's why a lot of times with with bands in particular, you'll see people will reach out to their friends before they'll put an ad out to get another musician mm. because they want they want somebody that they can be friends with. They can they work can with. Be compatible with. You even with. mentioned
2: it, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, whenever, you know, and you've even mentioned this in the past, you know, like you don't want to work with someone that, you know, someone's coming in cold, you don't even know them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a lot of it. Like, you know, you hear right place at the right time, but like a lot of it is, especially in my industry with journalism, they want to know that, you know, if you're putting out a story on the Penguins or Steelers or whoever, like you want to know that this guy can do it and he can do the work and he puts out quality work or as in your, you know, he wants to, he can play the bass and he can play the drums and he puts out quality work and he, and he's a good drummer and a good person. And, And, um, you know, I think that all of that is important. And sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with someone you don't know, you know, if you put out that flyer. Um, but if they, you know, they know you and they're like, yeah, Ben plays, he's really good. He's a great person. Let's give him a shot. Or Jen plays, you know, like you were saying, Lee. And I think another point to what you were saying, Lee is, um, you know, look at bands. Um, you look at at bands like sometimes like oh man that album is great well they got three albums out before that and they've been going for 10 yeah, yeah. years you know i mean look how many, how many times does that happen to a band well where oh they're that, I that's think this well, new band i think
0: of 21 pilots because i i think i heard some of their singles off
4: the album before blurry face was the first stuff I yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah but they had already been around for a while yeah well their story is kind of crazy it's slightly overnight success but not uh-huh. and the records they've hit but they have a first album no one ever thinks of and mm-hmm. it, it's amazing, but you could tell it's not the production of the other two. Right. But it's such a gem. But the thing they did is, I think they're from Cleveland or Columbus? They're from Columbus because Jeremy Claudio. Oh, shout yeah. Shout out to Jeremy
0: Claudio. Oh, Jeremy's <laughs> the man.
4: Tiger Drive, right? Yeah. That, yeah. His
0: old band was Ocean Speak, and they opened for Big Atlantic at our CD release show. Mm. And that's that's how, I got into, that's how I got to know him but that's I think he knows the dudes from Twenty One oh Pilots. okay oh, that's cool or they at least toured in the same right or, yeah or played shows in the same area
4: um the cool thing about them is I know you can see this in a YouTube interview with him uh, I don't know the name's the lead singer he um he was saying he just had a vision and a dream and he went hard after for two years so they did do a lot of work for two years before they even got signed yeah and that first album that I think it's self-titled actually yeah because vessels is the second and the Blurry face the third and um they uh they must have made that in that time and just went hard. Like he I, I don't know if he was friends with the drummer. I think he put out an ad, which is funny, but he did, and they just were like, Yeah, let's go after this. And yeah. like they drove it themselves and, and their beliefs, which is awesome because that's that's another time. That's a cool right. story. But like he literally pushed it and he he was like, Well, I didn't really expect, but I also believed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which was you cool. You believe it's gonna happen.
4: And they're actually right. one of the biggest bands now. Blew up. I don't want to say out of nowhere, but they kind of did. And they also are in record, like they've hit like how many songs on the top 10 billboards right behind the Beatles. Like they've hit records that I was like, what? That's amazing. So, I mean, cool for them, but like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but (laughs) you brought it up. Yeah. No, thank you for finishing that. I want to go back
0: to Amanda because was, was there something that you learned or finish up the airplane story? Because we kind of jumped off into a lot. Oh, jumps off an weird. airplane that was the biggest thing that but
1: was the biggest thing yeah Core airplanes guy.
2: concerts Poor you know guy. that sort of thing um, but she but she's <laughs> the best i mean yeah. you hear all that no she's she's the well, best the best
1: something that you were saying earlier which mm-hmm. is kind of what my post was about was like this guy helped bring me out of a lot of comfort zones and like you were saying you know like you're shy and you wouldn't know it but you've built on it from seeing you at the first up Price fest that I saw you at, which was three years ago.
3: Yeah.
1: And seeing you now, like you just Mm. like stood there. Like you, you would move a little bit, but it wasn't like, anything oh really uh,
2: you couldn't even notice the difference it wasn't
1: it wasn't really anything like what you do now oh yeah huh, that's They're, amazing yeah but yeah. i
2: think but i think at the same time like that's you guys growing That's how a, much angrier i am on stage <laughs> from
3: my equipment
4: <laughs> not working yeah. ben, ben he doesn't yeah. uh he doesn't work out anymore he just literally yeah i guess for the show and just burns it all off like, but, but I, think
2: I think that's you guys growing as yeah. a band too you know and, too. and and i remember um i saw you guys it was before the first it was like in between the the first tour you went on and after and i think we were even kind of talking about like a different show and you said yeah i felt we really improved and then like we saw you guys and i was like you know i mean blue every time we see you guys blows us away but i think at that time in particular i was like wow like it's it's even so much better but you know that's from going out and touring and playing every day and and just working and improving on your craft yeah. and just be, you know and and getting to that point where you see that first show and you know maybe you're standing and moving around a little bit to that second where you're jumping mm-hmm. off the ledgers and jumping off the of drum sets and right. being awesome page, and you know?
3: right <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeah.
0: let's get into some of the stories now I think that's a good, good intro to our episode. I
2: think, um, you know, again, it's, I was, um, I worked at Fox Sports Radio 970. Um, I don't know how much of a failure story this is, but I did work at Fox Sports Radio 970 and, um... We were at a luncheon. Um, I, think it was, I, think, I think it was like a Penguin's lunch, and they had some sort of announcement, and they had a luncheon beforehand. Uh, and we're kind of going around, and all the media's there, and they're feeding us and having, you know, something little a brunch. And um, I was there, you know, with every with my program director, and, uh, you know, there were a couple other people from the station there, and I had the uh, bag with a microphone in it. Um, we had a bag, and I rested it on my shoulder and everything like that. So um, I was there, and the person who ran the show... Introduced me to um, a prominent—I won't say the person's name—but it is a prominent uh, Pittsburgh sports media figure. Um, you can guess who it is. I still won't say who it is, but uh, <laughs> but it's a—it was—it's a—it's a prominent Pittsburgh sports media figure. And I went to, uh, I had the the bag on my hand, and I went to shake this person's hand, and I shook the person's hand, but the bag slid down my arm, knocked over a cup of water, or a little glass of water, and spilled all over this person's lap. Uh, It was, you know, and here I am. I
0: know who this is, but I'm not going to reveal it. You do.
2: I think I did tell you. You didn't tell me this story. But uh, yeah, it's I spilled over. And I laughed very hard. Uh, It spilled all over (laughs) this this person's lap, and um, but that's just a, a part where. You know, you're here and uh, you're there with the people that are in front of you and a, a prominent Pittsburgh sports personality and other prominent Pittsburgh. I mean, this is, you know, all the media is there. And here you are, you know, knocking a, a glass of water onto this person's uh, lap. And it was, uh, you know, it's just embarrassing and it's uncomfortable, like we talked about before and failing. Um, but it happened and that kind of stuff happens. Um, yeah. And, you you know, and and then I, I mean, I can even go, um, this still happens to this day where... We call it a scrum. Whenever an athlete talks and the media gathers around uh, and you see a lot of people or a lot of microphones or cameras and things like that, it's called a scrum in media sense. Um, And there's a lot of times where, you know, maybe you ask a question and uh, the athlete doesn't like what you asked or, um, you know, and and, uh, that athlete will, we call it firing a dart at you um, where, you know, they might, uh, you can tell, you know, when they're not in a good not in a good mood and and you know maybe they don't get belligerent but you can tell like they were clearly right. annoyed by whatever line of questioning it is and then um, you know you you get out of that scrum and everyone knows that that athlete fired the dart at you you know and yeah. everyone might even know that that athlete could have a history of, of not being great you know not being the nicest whoever it is um, but that stuff happens but it's uncomfortable whenever um, you know you want to be the one to ask the great question and they expand on the answer but sometimes that just doesn't happen sometimes you're in the, you know, you're, but um, don't let that deter. And I guess, I guess it's kind of an overarching analogy, but like, don't don't let that deter you from asking questions in a scrum, or don't let that, you know, yeah. any, oh, don't let that failure deter you from, d- you know, doing your job or you know things like that. You know, like,
0: I guess specifically with. I almost said his name. I'm sorry.
2: But specifically with the story. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Yeah. That could have been, well, I could have you edited it You can edit it out, it out. Thankfully. But when we go live eventually, I won't be able to. Sure. It's so a good catch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, specifically with that story, like, Talk about how you felt a little bit, like in that moment. I wanted of it to crawl happening. under the table.
2: <laughs> I wanted to, and and uh, the person that I was with said that he was joking about it and you know trying to take some heat off of me and said that I put you know he the the that he put me up to it. It was funny, you know. He, he was you know. Well, that's he, good on his. To he like was kind awesome. of
0: to break the, the yeah, seriousness he, of the he moment. He said
2: that he he said that he put me up to it to do it to this person. You oh, know. Oh my gosh. So it was, uh, you know, and I, I mean I felt terrible. I wanted to crawl on. You know, it was the table and it. Had the black tablecloth. I wanted to crawl under it. I didn't, you know, I was like, well, we'll see you later. Uh, but I, you know, I went and helped and did as much as I could to, to try and, um, alleviate the situation, but I felt yeah. terrible. I mean, I felt, I felt awful and, um, but it happened and I spilled water on this person's lap and, they probably still don't remember. If I saw yeah. them at an event, a Steelers or a Penguins event, they probably still. I can't imagine that they would remember. Yeah. Uh, but I remembered, you know, and I remembered. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was just it was horrible, and it and it and it's the same feeling you get whenever that athlete throws a dart at you. Um, but I but you learn. And you learn through that number of times to not take it personally and just to do it and to kind of roll with it in stride and say, oh, well, that wasn't good. You, you know, I I had a bad day. I had a bad questioning, a line of questioning. I had a a bad question. I'll do better next time. And you learn to, you you know, you learn to, um, you know, you learn to uh, take that in stride and you learn to not let that get to you and that that doesn't define what you do or your work or you know, your worth either. Um, No matter what anybody says about you, no matter what your peers think about you either, you say, you go and you do it better next time.
0: Right. I I think, um, so Lacey told me something really interesting that I think applies to this. Okay. Not too long ago. I wish she was on the episode just so she could say it. She could, she could
2: tell you what, yeah, what the, what the quote is. Yeah. So
0: she said that, uh, we, we do Billy Graham festival stuff. Oh yeah. She does a lot more than me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, she was talking to, franklin graham's head of media okay and he was telling her i guess giving her advice i don't know if she asked for this okay but, but giving, advice her anyway. giving advice giving advice sure. as far as what happens when you have bad press go out like how do yeah you, how do you do damage control sure because somebody like franklin he'll just kind of speak his mind yeah kind of like our president he'll just speak his mind and then like somebody has to catch breaks, all of that right somebody has to breaks loose. sure yeah, exactly someone
2: has to catch whatever
0: and I thought this was really interesting advice, but he said like you you don't want to really focus on covering up or getting rid of the bad totally. that happened, but you just want to keep putting in. So if you have dirty water go out, you just want to keep adding clean clean water, water. Mm, to that. Definitely. So in a yeah. way, you didn't allow that to be like your defining moment. You just yeah, no, I just kind of kept move going on and, and just add more to that. I so. mean, you feel terrible, right.
2: you know, and and that even happened to me last month. I was interviewing a, a Pittsburgh uh, athlete, and and I just asked a question. I had to ask it. It had to be asked, but um, the person didn't care for it. And, um, you know, but, but that stuff happens, you know, and, and it happens and, and maybe you're right, even when asking the question. Um, but that person doesn't like, you know, I mean, I, I saw one of my colleagues that happened to when he asked the question and it was right. Like it was the right question to ask about, uh, you know, one of the teams in Pittsburgh. Uh, but the, the coach didn't care for it. And then he kind of, he kind of drew attention to, you know, my friend and, um, but he did the right thing and he asked the right question and he asked the question that was supposed to be asked and he didn't do anything wrong. You know, and sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... But that just keep... Yeah, and like you said, to keep adding the clean water and to not, um, you know, not let it define you and to not, um, you know... I think the worst you can do is to lie or to cover up or to, to yes. pretend it didn't happen or to um, just come clean, man, you know, and then and then keep doing good things and eventually people will... Um, you know, eventually people will I don't want to say forget about it, but people will forgive you, right, and move yeah. on.
3: And yeah.
0: So that segues perfectly into Moving on into another yes, the story that I have oh. <laughs> from my my chemistry days. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the the main when I was thinking about what failure stories I could share, um the hilariously epic story came to mind, but there's not really... I don't really know a, if I've heard this one. You haven't heard that one? No. I've been but waiting not, to hear this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's not really a moral It's Just not a funny really, story. Yeah, there's not, yeah, it's just a funny story. There's not really a moral to that one. So I was thinking, I need to come up with a different story. Or think, not come up with one, but I need to think of a different time in my life where something happened that was a failure moment that I learned from. And sure. So this story came to mind. And this is when I used to work for... For you, those of you that don't know, I not only am a musician, but I also have a degree in chemistry, so I worked for Alcoa at their technical center Super in New Super smart scientist. Well, thank you. Uh, I worked there for seven years, and this was the last year that I worked for them. I also was in charge of preparing these, what we call TEM foils. Okay and TEM stands for transmission electron microscopy. It's where they shoot electrons through a very thinly etched piece of aluminum in our case. It can okay. be any metal, but it's basically transparent.
2: Okay. So you can see
0: that. Yeah, you can see. It's a way of it's a way of looking at basically the atomic level of atoms because to have huh. to have you, you can't really have an optical lens. That's strong enough to look that um, to magnify that much because the glass has to be so thick you can't actually see through it. So this is some somebody came up with this technique. Wow! That you shoot electrons and it kind of it's kind of like an X-ray the way an X-ray works, but with Fair electrons. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. That's the simple explanation of it. So I was in charge of preparing these foils and it was a job that I did by myself. So I'd be in a lab. How long would it take? Yeah. Uh, just to make five foils, it would take probably all day, like six hours. Wow. So it would take a long time and it's super tedious work. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I would normally put in my headphones and listen to music or a
2: podcast. Yeah. But listen to the dream loud podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
0: but like to give, to give the listeners an idea of how small these things were, they were normally, I mean, the foils were, I think a millimeter in diameter. Jeez. And I would make five of them and you would. Ha- we'd have to etch them down to like a, tran- a transparent level. And so it's just using tweezers to pick these things oh. up. And if you drop them the wrong way or or dip them in oh, liquid no. too forcefully, like they'll just disintegrate. So. And it ruins your like handful of hours of work. Yes. That you, yeah. And I think this is what prepared me to be a good mixing engineer because of my level of detail. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but. Pr- So, not to bore everyone with those details. So, um, what happened one day was I I had been preparing these foils uh, the day before. I normally did that on Tuesday. The next morning, I come into work at 7 Uh a.m., and my boss meets me at the front door. Oh. Oh, boy. Which normally doesn't happen. I normally don't see my boss at least for the first hour of the day or longer. Yeah, yeah. And... First thing, she has this really disgusted look on her oh face. Oh, boy.
2: This doesn't, yeah.
0: And the first thing I think is, what the heck did I do yeah. wrong? And she says, Is there anything that you forgot? Oh, no. And I'm just racking my brain. And, and, um, if, she knows. Yeah. She knows the answer. Yeah, I think right. she was trying to punish me a little bit in that way. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she knows. And I'm like, She obviously I, knows what happened. Right. Here. And I'm yeah. like, I don't. <laughs> have any idea No, i
2: think i'm okay
0: and and so uh then she goes and tells me uh you left the water running in the lab oh Mm. Oh, no all night long oh no yeah and i'm kind of thinking all right that like that oh. sucks, but why is this a problem? <laughs> yeah, you know because it's it's in a like. Are you paying
2: the water bill? Right, kind it's of in a, yeah. it's in a
0: drain, so that's what I'm thinking first. Yeah, so it's
2: probably yeah. And
0: so that's not it. It's uh, it gets much worse. Oh no, the drain was plugged. Oh no, by like a paper towel, and oh. the whole lab flooded. Oh, <laughs> oh my. no, yeah, that's it, kind of embarrassing. Not only the whole lab flooded, but we're on the second floor. And it oh. leaked from the ceiling. Oh, oh no. Down, the whole night. Yeah. Down into the heat treat lab that was directly oh. below us. Onto like their like thousand degree Fahrenheit furnaces. Oh, oh no. Oh
1: my gosh. So it was like a sauna down there.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, my. So, so somebody oh. in the middle of the night figured this out or early yeah. in the morning because they saw water dripping. Wow. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm like rag- And there's nothing
2: you can do with yes. this. You know, and So I'm like just you- like
0: blasted with this at this yeah. m- at this moment and I'm thinking like is there is there anything I could have done? How could this have happened? I yeah. always turn the water off. Did I really forget the water? How did a paper towel right. get yeah. How did a paper towel lodge itself perfectly? And to, it's
2: and it's not like you meant to do this. Like ah ha ha, I'm gonna stop the water. And right. you know I mean. I you didn't know, mean to do it. But yeah. You had your little top hat and your handlebar mustache and your villain cape on. You know. <laughs> oh, right. I'm gonna you know.
0: Cane. But it yeah. But it totally was my fault too. And so I think they were they were looking for a confession. Yeah. And I yeah. was thinking like. I kind of wanted to blame somebody else because I was thinking, how could I have for- forgotten this? You
2: wanted to crawl under the table. Right. Just it, Yeah.
0: Maybe not necessarily blame anybody else, but I didn't want to take responsibility for no, it. No,
2: yeah, you felt horrible. I feel, yeah, anytime something like that would happen to somebody, they yes. would feel awful. So I just faced the music and I was like, yeah,
0: it was me.
2: And 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 I, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, but that goes back to what you were saying with, you know, anytime bad press gets out or something. I mean, you say... Yeah. I mean that was and you take whatever you comes and then you you build off it right. and you start, you know, and Well that's the thing that I learned from the story. Yes. Yeah. Because so
0: that sucked and I was like I wasn't really looking forward to coming to work today and now it's just now it just blows. Like no, I, I really I just, don't wanna <laughs> Like I felt like you did yeah. when you spilled the water just because I felt like Everybody else knows this about me. Like yeah. I did this Yeah. They're in front of looking everybody. at you. I yeah.
2: spilled this water on this this Pittsburgh yeah. Sports version and now they're looking it, at me. It's kind of like or when an athlete throws a, a dart at you. Right. They're looking at you because, "Oh, ooh, you got the question thrown at you or now, you know, It's I mean, kind of like one of those
0: in a weird way it's kind of one of those unfair things where it's a mistake. It's a mistake that everybody's capable in their mind, but nobody ever thinks they're going to make. Sure. And then once you make the mistake, you feel like everybody's looking at you and thinking, How could you be that dumb yeah, oh, to yeah. do that? Yeah, definitely. And That's you're the like, same thing. oh, I would have I would have thought the same thing had it been anybody else. And yeah. So but where the story where I learned a lot from was so my boss's boss called me into his office. Right. After that. Oh so, no. Which you would think it sounds worse than it is, but I actually <laughs> was pretty good friends with him. We yeah. had a good relationship because he was he wasn't even my boss before he got that position he made a lateral move and 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 so before that like we didn't have that power dynamic so i was able to be close friends with him so i wasn't as nervous to go see him but (laughs) he he did he did tell me you know the fact that i oh the fact too that whenever i fessed up that it was my fault yeah it was in the middle of like uh like our safety meeting, yeah. so with everybody in the division, like I yeah, had to like yeah. confess. So it wasn't just to my boss; it was in front of everybody. Right, right. Or just even worse. But he he did tell me he's like that took a lot of balls to do that, and That's not tough. just make yeah. excuses. He said it makes me it makes me trust you more that whenever you yeah do make a mistake, that you'll actually tell the truth about it. Sure. instead of make up something. So that was kind of like you're like ah.
2: All right. It was it was an
0: interesting flip side to things because in a way, like people won't know what you will do in a tight situation. It's hard unless you actually face that first. Yeah. Like it's easy for people not to tell lies if they're only faced with situations where they're not tempted to tell lies. Right. Mm -hmm. So the big takeaway that I learned is just as much as it might suck, like it's always good to tell the truth. Sure. There you go, yeah,
2: and it and it sounds so simple, but you're in yeah. a position like that, and you don't know what you're gonna you know, oh, it was Billy from sector Seven or whatever, you know, I mean, oh, well, it couldn't have been me well sometimes sometimes that stuff happens, sometimes yeah. you spill the water, sometimes you ask the bad questions, sometimes you leave the water on, sometimes that you know some we make mistakes, right, you know,
0: and I'm sure somebody out there will be like. Well, that's so one-sided. I can think of situations where I would lie. And yeah, I can too. I lie to the people that I'm driving Uber whenever they ask me. How's your day going? Well, <laughs> <No>. well some- <laughs> Great. Well, that too. I think we all tell that lie. But sometimes I'll, yell to- I'll-, I'll lie to people about where. whenever they say, well, where do you live or where do you go to school? Yeah, Because I'm kind of so sick of telling the same story yeah. over and over again. You just don't want to as- tell it. Oh, I live in Derry. And they're like, what the crap? You drive the whole way from out there. And sometimes I'm just not in a mood to talk. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just say, oh, I live in Pittsburgh. Because yeah, I yeah. did live in Pittsburgh. I don't that's live right. there currently. So in those situations, yeah, I'll tell the, a lie. But that's not... It's not the same
2: thing. Yeah, though. it's a little different. So and that's, like I said, that's my hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And maybe you're not doing great. Right. So yeah, same thing. So I'm, I'm not always, saying I don't lie, but I'm saying in, 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 in situations where, where it matters, situa-
0: yeah. I feel like... It's always good to tell the truth. Sure. Amanda. You're I up hear there. story.
1: Oh, well, I have a couple little stories which could Please. be one big story. The first. <laughs> Maybe. Story, do they do they
0: relate to each other?
1: Uh, kind of, not really. Okay. <laughs> I, I wondered if it. they were I
0: wondered if they well, were like two parts of the same.
1: Well, no, they they will because it's our anniversary week obviously. So it, it would relate to our relationship. So, here's the first story that Oh I'm boy.
2: Tell.
3: <laughs> Where's
1: this going? <laughs> Drum roll. So, we were at a party. No.
0: <laughs> God no. <laughs> I know.
1: I gotta get a picture of them doing that so we can yeah. see it on Facebook. But uh, so we were at a party at our friend Hef's mom's house and the door had been open. It's all a graduation day. party. Yeah. It's a graduation okay. party.
2: What kind of door is it?
1: It was it was a clear glass door. Oh, it's okay. gonna be
2: good. I'm excited.
1: So of course, this guy across <laughs> from me walks into the glass door and they closed it. And everyone's like, ah, oh, ha, ha, it's so funny. Oh, that's so chifo. Ha, 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 you're so dumb. You sure. walked into the door. So, what was it That like? was Hef's
2: graduation yeah. party. I didn't know you at that time. Yeah, okay. Hey, so then
1: I, fast forward a couple years. I'll
0: interrupt you real quick yeah. just to say, to make Dan feel better, I ran headfirst into a sliding glass door. <laughs> Continue. So, <Okay>. you're not <laughs> that the only was that, one that's that doing it. Was, that was Hef's graduation yeah, he's party.
1: He's not either. It clear I'm getting to that part okay, of the story. Not. So... Years later, I don't remember what we were there for. It was
2: another. I think but it was his graduation was party college. for whenever he was. Uh, he got his his master's. Okay. His whenever he at, was PA a school? Um, at PA school. Okay. That's right.
1: So earlier that day. Okay. Dan does the same thing. <laughs> he runs into the screen door. And I think I came later. Like yeah, you might I have missed came, yeah. I think yeah. I missed you running into the screen door.
2: Yeah. It must have been a really clean door. It's a pretty clean door. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So then I came later and you know, Half, if you're
2: listening, get your mom to get door, a new
1: door. The door had been open while I was there for a while and I ran into it and of course, it's not funny when I run into it. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're you okay? <laughs> oh, And I funny. was like, I just want to crawl under the couch. And they're like, this is how we know you're meant for each other. Because we both <laughs> ran into the door. That's true. And so we were we were at our friend have grandmother's, grandmothers or grandfather?
2: His grandmother.
1: His grandmother's funeral. And his, his mom. This <laughs> was several, this was this last This was just year, like last year. A couple year, months ago, yeah. This was, was before we were even married. Okay. That this happened. Okay. And she comes over to me. She goes, "I still feel really bad every time I think about you running into that door." I'm like, "Thanks a lot." You
2: hit that
3: door hard too. I did.
1: I did hit it hard. I fell over. <laughs> I saw oh, stars. Oh my gosh. But my it, teeth hurt. Like, oh. and and like I have big teeth. So of course that's always the running joke at school. Like when kids draw pictures of me, I have these big ginormous teeth because I do. You're, you're just but teeth. I hit them, and I was <laughs> like, "I am. I am." Picture of every teeth. Every picture of me is just big giant teeth, but like oh it hurts so like my teeth hurt so bad because apparently walk like i mean that's what's first so <laughs> so of course like people still bring that up now
2: so. when we both ran into the sliding I, glass i wanted door.
1: to crawl under the thing because i was like it was funny when he did it but it's definitely not funny when i do it
2: i thought it was pretty and, funny and everyone agreed <laughs> that it was not that. as
1: funny everyone came, oh when you did it they, they did. all just stood there and laughed and pointed they but when laugh. i did it they like <laughs> scooped me off and they're like oh my god let me keep you some ice. you were like
0: oh, a dead dead still laying on the
3: ground
1: <laughs> from earlier yeah he's knocked out you were like three a wounded bird i was <laughs> i was it was awful that was a good time So, always be aware of your surroundings i guess would be don't a good, run into <laughs> good doors yeah. From that. yeah um so my uh, my next story is um so i've worked at christian preschool for 12 years oh this but is good i decided to leave for a little while and and pursue being a director of my of my own child care center which was kind of cool but i hated yeah. every minute of it so i just walked out one day
2: what was what was just going on at out. this time I,
1: i'm gonna tell them yeah just walked <laughs> out and didn't have a job just was like nothing peace out just I'm left out. You, just, you just left i just like you I know took those- all my stuff Put it in plastic bags and i just walked out wow. like you, yeah there
2: was just a lot going on at yeah, that place they were
1: kind of not so good
2: yeah but you know but, like you know you take the things and you take the papers and you throw them up in the air and leave and you know you've you've probably seen those where, i've thought about that yeah a lot right you flip yeah. over
1: your desk <laughs> you're like Screw this yeah. place! I'm out. Yeah,
2: well, she I did, did that. It. Yeah, she did it. But so yeah, well, this was yeah, this on. was March. Uh, March or February? Is it March? March. I hope one day I can work for somebody crappy uh, enough that yeah. <laughs> justifies it.
3: Yeah.
1: So this is March 2008. We were supposed to get married in October 2008, which we did.
2: Yeah, we did get um, married. Yeah. But Spoiler. I quit my
1: job and just walked away and. Uh, he was super upset with me.
2: Well, I just didn't, like, we had a... <laughs> well, we we had understand. To, we had to well, pay no, for the I, wedding. I understood. We were paying for our own wedding. Yeah, we, and, and we had a lot of great help from our parents. They helped yeah. as much as they could. Uh, but I think, you know, my parents were both retired at that point, and, and yeah. you know, you're, we, we didn't, there wasn't a lot of money to go around. Yeah. It wasn't like either of our parents or anyone are like, hey, we're gonna pay for everything. I mean, we we paid for a large majority yeah. of it. Um, you know, and our parents were awesome, but, like, we paid for a large majority of it. We did for a but, good bit of it. But, um, and I I understood like you weren't happy at that place and, and i, had I to get pick it up my
1: dress in april so yeah, but like, which was nine hundred dollars and some odd change
2: nine hundred dollars oh, wow. yeah, no I'm just kidding yeah. uh, <laughs> so i had to go
1: and pick that up which i put but, on a credit card and
2: but i think that the bait the, like you know i knew that you didn't like it, and i knew that you didn't care it was it was kind of bubbling and, and simmering i mean it wasn't just like you up and I, left
1: can i also preface that i only work there from January until March. It was, yeah, it was okay,
2: short. So it well, I got you so a suit.
1: It wasn't like I, I was you. there forever. He I got a you a suit, suit. for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And I
2: got you like a nameplate. A nameplate that,
1: yeah. that had my maiden name on it. Weird. Did out. I? Yeah. It's in my, oh, that's it's in right. my office. As, I did have because we weren't
2: <laughs> married yet. <laughs> we weren't
1: married yet and I was <laughs> like dude we're getting married in like, <laughs> like nine months <laughs> or uh, ten months. Screwed that you one put up. So it was
2: your fault. fault. I was like
1: stupid nameplate I can't even
3: put it in. I understood
2: that she wasn't happy, and I get it, you know,
1: but, like, at the same time,
2: like you know, hey, if you can, you know, I, I'm always of the person that, like, if you're looking for another job, like, have something have planned. Something already. You know, like, have something, like, yeah. don't just up and leave, because then you don't have a source of income, you don't have, like, any of that. Right. Or um, Amanda in this situation. And yeah. she, Yeah, and, like, <laughs> we're getting married in October, and, and, and she, yeah, and we have and to stuff. pay for the haul, yeah. we gotta pay for the, and, like, how are we going to do all this, and you just yeah. left your job, so yeah, long out. story short, it worked out. It worked out, you like, know. I got
1: rehired at Biola, like, they they, were, they took uh, me back. Yeah. I've done that Couple times, there I'm like, I'm out. I'm gonna do something better. And That's then God's good to have like, that.
3: No, I'm back. <laughs>
1: no, I'm back.
2: Yeah, but um, then and you know we yeah. Ended up, and our wedding was fine. And, and our friend
1: Shane owned owned the CD store in in our wind cd Extreme. For those of you who know it, it's awesome.
2: It's a great place. Yeah. One yeah. of my it favorite jobs working at the CD store.
1: But he gave me extra hours and stuff. Just, just so great. we could. just so that I could yeah pay for the wedding, even though he couldn't afford it. He barely. Could it was eat, awesome. But um, but he did that for what me. A good guy. So that I could
2: do that. Yeah, He's so awesome that's, guy. so yeah, that was, so yeah, we ended up getting married yeah. nine years later, still together.
1: And then my third story is oh, wow. that, uh, we were looking for houses. This was, we
2: lived with my parents for the first, nine months, s- yeah, we first nine months,
1: but we started looking for houses even before we got married. It was in March. Cause we were going to, we were going to have March a house after. for when we got married, but that didn't work out. We what looked happened? at 87 houses.
3: 87? Oh, wow. it was we 87. The 80s. Yeah. We looked at 87. That's a Perfect houses. number though. Yeah, yeah. there for you go. She cleaned
1: out our folder, I think she said four times. Um <laughs> <Thank you>. and <laughs> we just we just like were really picky. And like he had not, expectations, I had expectations, and everything that was in our price range was crap.
2: That was the biggest thing. It that was everything really that crappy. was in our price range wasn't great. And I'm I'm not a handyman, I'm a journalist. Mm. I'm no handyman. The one I, house I hold that, a hammer backwards. Yeah. You know? Like
1: yeah, I'm the handy person for sure. But uh, the one house that we looked at that I absolutely loved, there was no parking, there was no yard. But I was like, whatever, that's not a big deal. So everything about the house was really cool. It was in Irwin.
2: Oh, you mean the one—the one on
1: the—and okay, so it's like it's a Victorian house, and I love Victorian houses. They're so pretty, Mm -hmm. and it was really cool. And they redid everything, and then you walk down in the basement, and there was two feet of water. (laughs) Not Not quite, but it just wasn't. In the one corner, if we would have stood in the indoor swimming pool, yeah, we would have had an indoor indoor swimming pool pool with lots of diseased water, dysentery. But I was like, ah. So then, when we finally found this house, it took us. We still had to a y- do a, a, a year of work and three it, months, but.
2: maybe, to find to find the house. Oh and yeah. there were even times where we would put a bid on a house, and and, and the would people lose would it. yeah, we'd lose. And mm-hmm. we put bids on several houses, and and we, you know, I, I just think the biggest thing with this is to stay patient. Mm-hmm. Um, because we found the house that, and the house that we're in now, I love. You know, I just, yeah. love, I mean, it's not like yeah. perfect, but it's perfect for us. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, and, and there are houses that we looked at that we put offers in that I wouldn't like as much as I like the house. You know, but just to stay patient, like and, that uh, house
1: that had the toilet in the bedroom,
2: that was one. Yeah, that
1: was like but go, my dream house. You know, like there's a toilet right there. But
2: no, I think you know, on top of that, <laughs> that, was, we, that
1: was that was a break, a deal breaker. I was like, um. <laughs>
2: A there's weird. a bed <laughs> Next in here.
1: House. There's no sink, but there's a toilet. This is really odd.
2: But I think I think um, the person was sick. It was oh. it was more than a year. At least mm-hmm. a year and a half it took us to, you know, and we and we didn't look as hard in the winter and everything. But we looked. I mean we looked at three houses a week, three you know, just a um, number a ton of houses. He um, he
1: was a trooper though, because he looked at most of the houses, and then if something that he felt was really good, because his expectations were way hard way <laughs> higher than mine, if there was something that he deemed something that was really good, he'd be like, okay, you need to come and see this one. Because I work three four jobs it was at four time. at the time yeah. I worked four jobs at the time oh so my gosh. so yeah. I didn't have time like to breathe so I had to like really fit something in yeah. if it was worth seeing but so. I think
2: I think the biggest thing and you can expand on this but just the patience to stay because we got the house that that we wanted mm-hmm. you know from that um, yeah I mean it's not perfect but it's it's better than some of the other ones that we looked at just to stay patient and to because right. we were in some trial just some trials in the sense that like man we want a house you know and, yeah. and my parents were awesome like, like they were the, they would take us back now if we, oh, yeah. you know, and they were the best. And there were but it, home cooked meals. Every day. Oh yeah, I don't have to do
1: anything. I,
4: Maybe
2: I should awesome. move in with your parents. Yeah, you can move in. They would, right? they'd take you in. Oh they're, I know they are Because they're would. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like who's Lee? But oh that's yeah, we'll take cool, them in. So. Yeah, but no, um, they would. Your mom's awesome too. Uh, you're just sucking up now, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to stay patient through that because we would have had houses that we would have been unsatisfied with, yeah. Uh, but we found one that worked and and it was that ended up being perfect for us and was and it was the perfect Not timing. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, and Ben, you'll appreciate this. Um, when we bought our house, the Penguins won the Stanley Cup, That's and awesome. so I went through, and actually the Steelers won the Super Bowl same year, two thousand nine.
4: That's because Pittsburgh's the best city on Woo! the planet. I agree with that. Woo! Yes, yeah. but
2: um, we bought that and uh um no like the steelers won the super bowl so i went to tampa and I stayed at Tampa for eight days. But, like, we need pretty much, like, had we bought this house, we wouldn't have had the money to do any of that. So, yeah. so I went to Tampa, I stayed in Tampa for eight days, covered the Super Bowl. It was one of the best professional experiences of my life. I got to, you know, same thing, be in the winning locker room with the Lombardi Trophy, that sort of thing. Uh, a handful of months later, fast forward, um, I covered the Penguins and I followed their Stanley Cup run. And then I got to do game seven in Detroit and on oh, the ice man. with the Cup and that sort of thing. The next week, we signed for our house. Oh, wow. So you know, just it the just timing. It just worked out perfectly. Right. Mm-hmm. Had this happened any other time, I wouldn't have been able to cover the, we wouldn't have the money to cover the Super Bowl. I wouldn't have been able to cover the Stanley Cup. So like all these like just great experiences that, you know, like it just it just worked out perfectly. Yeah. The
0: timing was I like I like um I like the take-home message you guys are talking about and
2: just and just being patient and knowing what you want. It's hard. It is really being hard. Being patient's hard. Yeah. Yeah. But be patient and it's going and it's going to work out and it's going to eventually work in your favor yeah but you gotta stay patient yeah I
0: agree thank you thanks thank guys you. great story alright Lee you're up Lee I wanna hear your story
4: okay I don't think mine are as uh, <coughs> deep or meaningful sure they are oh, gosh but their experience <laughs> so I'll start with the serious well I guess the more serious ones and go to the quick little ones as well uh, Um. so I was on tour this summer doing videography for Josh and Lacey and Ben and everyone
0: I think I already know what this story is
4: <laughs> I don't know I if this should've. one's a comedy one but Oh yeah, I felt horrible actually after these. Uh, so the first one was this. Um, I'm fine to film, you know, Lacey and everyone. Yeah. But we were opening for Shinedown, and uh, they have a whole security team and everything. It's oh, my no. first time on the road. I yeah, don't yeah. know how it's supposed to be. I don't know the the lingo and everything. That happens. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm done with uh, filming them for the evening. Oh, and no. uh, like
2: you were going to film Shinedown for the so evening. So I was.
4: Oh, I wasn't going around the stage. I was okay. just on the back, and I was like, hey, this is cool. And all of a sudden, this like giant, like seven foot guy comes up, standing next to me, he didn't say anything. And then he looked at me and he's like, he's, he said something with profanities in it and this and that. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't be filming this and other stuff. And I'm like, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cause I'm like representing Josh and all them. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't want us to look unprofessional. So anyway, I'm feeling horrible. He comes back after I put it away and I was like, I'm sorry. You know, you want me to delete it? And he's like, yeah. And then he could see I was feeling bad, and then he ended up being like the coolest guy ever. I forget his the name. Actually, guy. the security guy. Was it guy. Jake? Yeah, and he was the coolest guy. And he's like, you know, don't don't worry about it. It's just a security thing, and um, don't feel bad about it. You didn't know. Yeah, I think but that's like, the
2: biggest thing is that you didn't know.
4: But he, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's like, uh, you know, come around. Let's shoot the crap sometime. Just talk. <laughs> so he was a really cool guy. Right. It's just it's funny how Except you, could... you didn't say shoot the crap. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fact, you, use your other imagination. Time, I felt worse about this out of anything. The other time was in South Bend, Indiana, where is the home in Notre Dame. Um, hmm. We played the Morris Arts Center or something. It's this beautiful old theater. Yeah,
0: it was beautiful.
4: It was and awesome. uh, so they start their show, and I start filming, and then it all goes to hell <laughs> Cause, for the camera. Okay. Because, hmm. like, I'm using Josh's camera, but I have some of my lenses and they're all Canon, which means that they all should work together. Yeah. No matter what lens you put in that, that's Canon. It should be a Canon lens and it will work. Well, I try to put mine in and something's not working. It won't like twist in. So I wasn't using force, but I kept twisting it Oh. and I was like, oh crap. And then I look in and like, there's the shutter. I forget what it's called. There's a, a grid protector And you don't want to touch the sensor, and I didn't know the camera as well, and Josh didn't either, and he was like, I just know that's the sensor, and they don't touch it. So anyway, I put the other lens back on, and uh, I'm looking through the camera, and you can't see anything. It's like all saturated light, like horrible, and I'm like up on the balcony trying to shoot. So two things, like I'm – first off, the camera – being broken, the thought of that is freaking me out because yeah. that, that's yeah, expensive yeah. and that's Josh's and I owe him yeah, and sure. uh, and then second I'm also missing filming you guys <laughs> yeah. um, and I felt horrible so I was like oh no I broke it that would have been like 1500 bucks or something or more and uh, I figured it out I, there was a little thing I pushed it back in got it working and that that thing got scratched slightly but I did research a couple days later actually I'll get to that i talked to josh (laughs) ben being honest about his work to his boss i talked to josh and i was like hey i was having trouble with this but also i did this to your camera
3: and he was like (laughs) in the show
4: mindset after still so he wasn't but the next day he was so furious at me and josh is an awesome dude but like we all can get mad about something sometimes yeah and i was just like about our gadgets yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. and i was like i have nothing to say (laughs) Yeah, I <laughs> felt like I was gonna be murdered. Not not that he's angry or anything. Just like I felt horrible in every manner. Sure. Yeah. And it was the most quiet day <laughs> that we oh had. Oh my gosh, there's just like no communication <laughs> happening. And then I found out I did research And I'm trying to Not not suck up But I'm going to Josh And I was like Oh I found out That's not the sensor The sensor actually Is guarded and protected Trying to make it better And I understand It's still a crappy situation But we found out The camera's fine You wanted to crawl Under the table too Yeah
2: You want the same Yeah
4: And I'm cleaning it I know there's grace Because Josh is my friend And it probably would have been worse If it was anyone else But at the same time Friendship or not That's
2: You don't want to let anyone down You know what I'm saying Like Yeah Yeah
4: but anyway, figured it out, fixing up the camera, cleaning it, and learned a lot about cameras that day. <laughs> um, so, you know, I guess the moral is for, like, those two, like, for the first one, the Shinedown one, ask questions, <laughs> find out what's right. But then for the other one, I was kind of going by instinct and being a camera guy and just keep going. Like, you don't usually yeah. know what your surroundings are, which can be dumb or good. Yeah. Um, but also... I was such in the moment, I should have probably, I should have researched things that I didn't expect, like beforehand, like Mm. things I would never thought of been like, I'm just going to Google a bunch of stuff like, oh, I don't understand the camera fully. I'm just going to Google this and that instead of like, I might accidentally break it.
2: But I think sometimes like you don't know what you're going to encounter and you don't even know what a camera fully is until, you know, know, and then sometimes you look and you're like, what is happening right now? And you're in the moment. Like you're, you know, yeah.
4: Yeah. And it, it taught me for the future. But it was like, that was probably like, I was put underneath the spotlight and I felt like I was sweating and dying and everyone yeah. was looking at me. It was,
2: it They're was the worst me professional <laughs> experience I've had. Sure. Yeah. That happens. Um, I but,
0: think I have a take back for yeah. that story too. So you are focusing more on like dealing with, um, you know, maybe possibly breaking the camera and like that interaction with Josh. But there's also another take home, I think, and I'm just going to apply this to, yeah. Uh, recording or since you were doing film stuff uh like i've i've run into problems where i've been mixing or recording my own stuff or other people's stuff and you run into these problems and you don't know why they're happening and it's kind of like what you were talking about like you didn't you didn't know you didn't have enough information to troubleshoot these problems yeah at your disposal at that time and you're in the moment and yeah you're in the moment but And in hindsight, so what I've done recently is um, like DAWs are digital audio workstations. That's what most people record into. Yeah. Or everybody records into. They just might use a board or they might plug straight into it using an interface like what I do. Um, But I recently I've been recording for years now. And I finally just sat down and started reading the actual manual from beginning to end. And it's so boring. It is Mm -hmm. so technical and boring. But in just reading that, I've learned so much and realized that I was going about things in really backwards ways. And if I would have done it from the beginning, I would have saved myself a lot of troubleshooting and frustration. So... No, I would I say won't, I won't ever need this, and
2: then sure enough,
0: man. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're working on anything technical, read the manual. It's there <laughs> yes. for a reason.
4: <laughs> yeah, and if you don't have the manual, you could probably find it online or Google people. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. other people have come across this. Whoever's had videos. that problem, yeah, even a five-year-old mm-hmm. boy probably has a YouTube video about this. Hey, I fixed this because it's right, amazing the expanse of technology. But, Kids um, these days. Anyway, so the two short, short stories. Uh, this one I call a fart climbing. <laughs> where's where's this going? So there's a town, an area outside of the town we're from called well Derry, oh, and yeah. there's an area called High Rock or Derry Rock. It goes by either. You know the High Rock. Yeah, the high life, right? <laughs> Am I right? Your favorite beer, right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, so me and my brother Jeremiah were, uh, you know, I'm like probably 17 at the time. We're bringing these girls we like out to like freehand rock climb. So he gets up for, first up this rock.
0: I think I think there's a lesson in that. <laughs> don't don't take girls you like free rock climbing. <laughs> I, okay,
4: I, I don't know. I'm just interjecting there. I mean, that might be true. Maybe a coffee <laughs> date first,
3: um, and then freehand rock climbing. Yeah,
4: because I feel like we jumped to like further in the relationship than we should have, embarrassment wise. Um, so I'm climbing and the first girl's right below me like (laughs) about like five feet and apparently it's one of those Uh moments that I was like I don't know what I ate but I really (laughs) have to fart (laughs) so I um, is this the
2: one you're interested in
4: she's right below you at the time yes it was horrible
1: and you farted
4: on her wait wait, no no don't give it away the people have to hear it Uh, we already know. know
1: But they already made that assumption as soon as you said this is so a fart rock. There's a rock story. that's a
4: little bit further away than I want it to be and I had to stretch in an awkward way to get it. And I do and all of a sudden like it just it's gone. It was in me and it didn't exist anymore. And all I hear, because I'm like still like one of those sweat moments, you're like, Ugh. and all I hear is nice.
3: <laughs>
4: and then after that I keep climbing. <coughs> And I get the whole way up, and I run to my brother, and I was like, "I'm embarrassed, but we're laughing about it." I'm like, "Dude, I just farted in her <laughs> <Yes>. face." <clears throat> so, um, so how did it turn out? Well, that well, I'm single. <laughs> 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 the moral of that story is fart before hand, um, before hand climbing or whatever. I, I worded it weird. <laughs> free climbing, <clears throat> yes, um, yeah. right before free climbing. The other one's just I feel bad for myself. Apparently, like back in middle school. The MySpace days, I'll say. Ah. I had MySpace and it wasn't (laughs) for music. Kids
2: in your MySpace.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) MySpace is life. And, um, oh my gosh. So I get a message from like one of the prettiest girls in the school who I was like, I don't know why I'm getting this. We didn't talk. And this is before like catfishing or anything was big. Like before I, that term was even coined, I guess. Well, like, we're, uh, I've people, never heard that. I've never <laughs> heard, heard that. Term. Oh no! Well, catfishing is uh, when someone isn't who they say they are. Oh. Oh okay. oh. okay. Or it could be that someone else hacked into someone's thing and pretended okay. to be them and lie to you okay. about. So anyway, it's like yeah, we've talked some, but I, I was kind of shy. I never talked to her. So, she's like, "Oh, hey, you know, I've been noticing you this and that. You know, a message on beautiful MySpace." And uh, and he's like, come meet me at my locker tomorrow. So I go and I'm like all confident. Oh <laughs> no! And she looks Gosh. at me like, oh, no. Um, so taken back, like what? I didn't I didn't say much, but she was like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> like, it <laughs> was really doing? embarrassing, and I walked away. And it turns out it was whatever her younger sister, who I didn't know. Really, and I was, was kind of mad. <laughs> Dude, that is a jerk move. So anyway, You're lied to.
2: Yeah. Well I guess how close were you in you and age and did, was she interested in you at the time. No, I that think could she was turn just out. a jerk.
4: She well then yes. That was yeah. Then that then Um I mean it doesn't affect me now, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'm like how many years later like, Oh, my life sucks. That ruined yeah. my life. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it all you can no. all
4: be traced to that one message. I guess the moral is be careful with the interweb. Yeah. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Do not mm-hmm. get there cast you go. Yeah. The web will tell you a lot of things. And uh I think you should uh fact check or talk ahead or Well, in general, I think it's safe to say that if it
0: seems too good to be true, it probably is. Oh, no. That old (laughs) adage is definitely true. Definitely Mm. true.
4: Fair enough. (laughs) But those are the only stories I could think of. Especially whenever you get...
0: Especially when you get friend requests for. I don't know if this happens to you guys. It used to happen to me a lot a few months ago. I don't know if Facebook cracked down on this, but I would get messaged from these super hot girls. And they have like yeah no pictures. That's what I always yeah. look have, for. Yeah. All yeah, their friends have, are like, only guys. Yeah. First of all, I'm like, all right, you're smoking hot. I've never seen you before, and you're friending me. This does like seem... no pictures and right. like two
2: friends, and you're going to be their third friend. So right. Band, oh yeah. Or yeah. even
0: yeah. if they have a lot of friends, all their friends are like sure they're all dudes. Yeah. Yeah. That look like they would be gullible and enough they're... to accept. <laughs> the <friends>. Right. <laughs> the that... Facebook was just
3: created like a month ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I'm like, well, so, delete.
0: Yeah, do a little research.
4: Yeah, all right. This is pre Facebook days, though, so I don't think it was as common.
0: No, it was. It wouldn't have been as common no. back then, so that's excusable. But it
4: happened to me yesterday too. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking.
0: It's, but the great thing about that is, um, sometimes whenever you have like a really embarrassing moment on stage, like it kind of frees you up because you think it can't get any worse than this. Yeah. And so I, I tend to try to lean with that now when I'm playing with Lacey. And it, so it used to be a really uh it used to be a really uncomfortable thing figuring out like what should my stage presence be like? Right, right. Cuz when you first start playing live the thing you're mostly thinking about is how do I look cool in front of people? Yeah. And that's not an easy question to ask because each different genre,
2: like if you're playing on a worship team at a church. You're not going to jump off a riser. It's not appropriate. Yeah. No, no, no. And <laughs> it, it goes it,
0: it goes through everything, like the facial expressions you make, like yeah, how much yeah. eye contact you make with people, how much you smile. Just stare yeah. at that one guy like, of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. All these things, like what you do with your, your hands and, yeah. and your legs, like, you know, it, it, all this stuff comes into play. So now when I'm out with Lacey, I, I tend to just go like a million percent from the first moments because yeah. it, it just helps me get into that mentality of like, instead of thinking about, am I looking cool? Who cares? I'm just throwing it all out there. and yeah. And, and, and kind of when you get that out, you're like, all right, like I've already... I've already made a fool of myself if that's what it's gonna be. So I
2: think I think you know today's society with everything with social media with even watching live like it's so easy to criticize and it's so easy to, um, you know, man, he looked like let him criticize. Who cares? Yeah, you know, like if you're in that, like who cares? Yeah, yeah, cake's delicious, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but no, like, let you know, let them criticize and let them, oh, well, I didn't like the way you, who cares? Right. You because know, you're the one that's playing and you're the one that's, you know, there's, and I think you've said this in an earlier episode, just, um, you know, you, you, hear criticism but you don't listen to it you know sometimes you hear but like when people say that it's elevator music it's noise mm, right. like let them yeah like yeah. let them go let them criticize let those people do and say whatever they want to say because you're up there and you're playing and you're living your dream yeah who cares along with that don't
0: take yourself too seriously That's too yeah it's good it's good to take it a little bit serious but we just told failure serious. stories
2: you heard this whole episode
0: yeah. yeah this is I mean
4: from the most embarrassing <laughs> to the funniest
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah
0: yeah, these uh, are all pretty embarrassing. Let me end with my most embarrassing story. Yeah, yeah. Drum roll.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously, guys. Man, I'm gonna tell was you. she was going to report it. <laughs> Means we need to do it again? No. So this this story takes me back way way back to high school. Okay. I was 17 years old. This is between my junior and senior year. Did you get catfished, too? What? <laughs> did, you get cat, did you get catfished on MySpace, too? <laughs> was her name no. Ashley? No. Um so this was the summer in between my junior and senior years. Okay. It was a Saturday morning and, uh, I was swimming on the aqua club team. Oh yeah. And I was doing this, doing Jeff this, Kelly. Was he, was he coaching? No, he wasn't okay. coaching the okay. aqua club. I forget who was coaching at, at the time, but,
2: but go on. I'm sorry.
0: Or, uh, that's fine. That's right. And, and it, I wasn't doing it so much for the swim meets. Uh, we had one on Saturday. Um, but I was doing it to stay in shape for yeah. the, the swim season in high school. Sure. And so my my event that I was signed up to swim was the 200 free, which is the very first event oh, okay. uh, of the day. And yeah. the meet, I think, started at 8 o'clock. Like they do that before. Makes I think, sense. I think they do that before the relays even. Right. So uh, I'm woken up that Saturday morning by my dad uh-oh. He's knocking on the door and he's like uh, Ben the school called Uh-oh. and they're wondering if you're coming to the meet today. Oh. It's like 7:40 or something like that. was yeah. like 20 minutes before my event. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, so yeah. I I need to get there." And like like I normally I'd have all my swimming stuff already kind of collected together yeah. so I could just grab it and run out the door. And that's literally what that's all the time I had to do. So, back in high school, I had a, a mohawk that was probably a foot tall, yeah, like an actual mohawk with the sides of my head shaved. And uh, I ha- I was putting glue in it so that it was still standing straight up yeah. even, even whenever I got up in the morning. And I'm just painting the picture of what I looked like. So I had this mohawk, my aviator sunglasses, a white t-shirt, and my pajama pants that were black <laughs> and had flaming chili peppers, yes. all of them. So just a weird look. And... Um... I hurry up, and I'm running out the door, and my dad says, oh, by the way, since you're heading that way, you need to mail these letters for oh. me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't have time. Yeah, you got to get to your meet. Right. It's on the way, the post office in Derry, so... Okay, yeah. I'm like, fine, I'll take them. And Ugh. so I had just I had just got my license, and when I was driving my dad's red pickup truck. Okay, And uh, Ford, a Ford F-150. And so anyways... I'm driving to the meet and I pull right across the street from where the post office was. Okay. Throw it in the park. (laughs) I run in as fast as I can. Like literally, I had only moments to spare before the meet was gonna start. So I run in, I throw the letters in the outgoing mailbox, I run back out to the truck, I open the door, jump in and close the door all in one motion. Like I'm trying to save like all the time that I can. Like you're in a movie. I'm in a movie, yeah. yeah. So I put my hand on the gear shift because it was a manual. Okay. I'm ready to go, except there's not a gear shift Uh-oh. in the car. It's a cup of coffee. And I'm thinking, wait, I don't drink coffee. Uh-oh. And then I look at, yes. then I notice the dashboard <laughs> and I'm like, hold on a second. Like, this isn't my dashboard. This doesn't look, I'm like, oh my gosh, I I just got into the wrong vehicle. <laughs> I've got to get out of here before anybody notices. There's somebody in the passenger seat. So then I look to my right. Oh, no. 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 And this guy is just staring at me. And we looked at each other for for what felt like an eternity, but probably was only five seconds. Yeah, yeah. And so, remember the, remember the picture that I painted? I've got a mohawk and my sunglasses, like my mirror, aviator lenses, so he can't oh see God. my eyes. And all I say to him is, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just laughed, and I got out of the car and I drove onto my meat. So, I never Not in saw his th- car. You didn't drive in his car. And then I, and then I noticed that my truck was. R- Parked right in front of us. It wasn't. It wasn't even the same vehicle at all. But it was a red truck, and yeah. that's how much yeah. I was in a hurry and not paying attention.
2: I yanked on the wrong door um, handles,
0: but I don't think
4: I ever got to Dude, car. you just hit like the old man syndrome when you sit down at someone else's family. You're like eighty, and you're dude, like, But I didn't you're even give my him. My
0: I did not even give him a chance to react, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally ran <laughs> to his car and jumped in. Like
4: <laughs> he's probably telling that story today to someone. He's probably like, this is amazing. Right. You hear he this. has his
0: own podcast. Speaking of which, if you're that guy and listening, please reach out to me. I would <laughs> love to hear. <laughs> I'd love day, to hear who you are. Well, young and if you amazing. This. Mohawk that's
4: amazing. Did you car. win the
0: the race? The meet? Uh, I think I swam my fastest time that day. Oh, see the, the adrenaline free. right there. That was probably that's weird. the best
4: way to prepare. Don't be prepared. Don't be. Yeah.
0: I don't think that's the take home from that. Don't no. be prepared for anything. Wing everything. That's wing it all. Wing men are great that's because right. they can yeah. wing you at
4: finding people. So wing yeah, everything.
0: Yeah, wing everything. I think the take home no, is wake not. up early. <laughs>
4: wake,
2: wake up earlier and... And yeah. drum roll?
4: Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> What
0: did we do? But what are you drum
4: rolling to? That's the thing that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. We're drummers.
2: <laughs> yeah. We don't have to make sense.
4: Yeah, so we just with we you just
3: guys. Do.
1: We, we
4: don't drum come prepared. We just do things. Winging we wing stuff. It. We're winging it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hey, speaking of wings, do you guys want to get wings after? Oh, we just ate. Uh, no. Maybe. Okay, I mean, We still have pizza left. I'm still being pizza. sarcastic.
1: There's a pizza. But of you, you guys can have. go if you want.
0: Well, guys, that's been it. We've shared our stories with you. Yeah. I hope that you've this had a lot of fun fantastic. laughing hope with us. Hope you enjoyed and you've laughing at us. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, laughing at us. The best and worst times of our lives.
0: But it doesn't end there. I want to hear what you guys, I want to yeah. hear your funny stories. We want to hear so, your
2: embarrassing stories. Yeah,
0: so post on our Facebook page. We want to laugh at you. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's um, <laughs> facebook.com slash dreamloudpodcast.
2: Yes, that's right. So we want to hear from you. Tell and us if you can't stories. find it, uh, just go in the Facebook search Dream Loud Podcast. Yep uh itunes google music soundcloud we're all there no thank you thank you yeah we we want to hear from you that's gonna be fun so guys until next time we'll see
0: you next monday live your dreams out loud
2: yeah